Welcome to The Real Deal, a commercial real estate investing podcast. I'm your host, Aman Shahi. There's a ton going on in the world right now, and much of it impacts real estate investors. The Real Deal podcast will take a look at what's happening and how it influences you as a real estate investor. Each episode is a 20-minute segment dedicated to distilling the day's most important news, so you can stay up to date on what's going on in the world and how it might affect the commercial real estate market. Hello, how are you doing, Aman? I'm good. My just back is spinning. Just came from gym. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Well, it sounds like you're in need of a chiropractor. Oh yeah, totally. Well, you're in luck. Today we have a guest who is a chiropractor and also a real estate investor. Welcome, Dr. Alex Tam. How are you doing, Alex? Oh, doing hey, Alex. really, really well. Thank you, Austin and Amon, for having me. Thank you for being here. It's an extreme honor, and it's—I know this today's episode is going to be amazing. So let's just dive right into it. Um, Alex, tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey. How did you get into real estate? I got into real estate when I went to a 10x Grant Cardone conference back in uh, mm. 2018. And what happened was I initially went there to further develop more of a self-development and mm -hmm. further along our business in the medical space. And that's when we heard about syndications. I've never heard that term before. So we started looking into what it was. I remember being at the conference and I called Helen, my wife, and I said, we've got to invest. And she's like, oh my God, what is he into now? Right? You big I, got this, I got this idea. <laughs> right? That's how I come at her. I got this idea. And I sound so excited. And she's like, what is it about? We talked it over that night. We invested in our first LP deal the next day. Next day? And uh, the next day. Wow. The next day, you know. So we jumped in, and from there, we've done multiple deals with Grant Cardone, mm -hmm. Ashcroft Capital with Joe Fairless. Mm -hmm. And then in 2021, at the beginning of October, we realized, you know, we need to figure out and be more active in real estate instead of mm -hmm. just being passive. And that was the first time we've ever thought about being active. So... We did our due diligence and talked to multiple different groups from the beginning of October to middle of October within a span mm -hmm. of about two or three weeks. And then at the end of October, we joined Jake and Gino of 2021. Mm -hmm. And that's when they told us, oh, yeah, we have an event coming up every year. It was called MM4 at the time. They mm -hmm. said, we'd love for you to join. I said, yeah, when is it? They're like, oh, it's this weekend. I was like, this weekend? Where is it? They're like, it's in Orlando. I was like, oh, oh God, I can't make it to that one. <laughs> but uh, that's where it all started. And uh, it's, mm -hmm. been, it's been a phenomenal 2022. And uh, it's going to be a phenomenal 2023. So uh, when you went to your first uh, conference, what was the one major aha moment about the syndication that you really like that, oh, I want to go into that? Um, this was when I went to the Grand Cardone conference, one thing I really loved about the concept of syndication is that you can be a part owner of something much bigger. Mm -hmm. And as a passive investor, it did not require you to 
have, you know, to visit the complex because I had previously a single family home at the time. <laughs> and the single family home required me to go back and forth, a couple hours drive, yeah. talk to the property management. And it was where if the, the renter moved out, well, 100% of the time, your place is not rented. Yeah. Whereas in multifamily, it just made a lot more sense. In a 50-unit apartment, if one person moves out, that's okay. That's 2% yeah. right, of your tenants. And we love the cash flow. We love how the fact that you can do cost segregation on a much bigger complex where, you know, 60 to 80% of your initial investment through accelerated depreciation can be written off the first year. So a lot of those things put together and the team aspect. Uh, we really like that, you know, that as an investor, I didn't have to do everything on my own. And how did you find the team, right team to invest? And what was your, you know, mindset? I need to invest with Grant Cardone or uh, Ashcroft or anybody else. What due diligence did you do for that? Um, well, Grant Cardone and Ashcroft, they were much bigger companies, mm -hmm. right? So through the, that was around the same time where I found out about, there was a forum called Bigger Pockets. Mm. Apparently everyone in real estate knows about it. Right. For me, it was the first time I've ever heard about it. I didn't even know what it was. I was like, oh, it's just like a like a car forum. But this is for house, <laughs> for homes and apartments, you know. So I went on there, read up about what people's experience was with Grant Cardone and Ashcroft and talked to a message back and forth between multiple different, you know, random investors that it wasn't just a pool of people that they sent me, which they said were good. Right. You know, of course, whenever you join something or invest with someone, you ask them for references. And of course, they're going to give you references who are great, who are going to speak and, and, you know, speak the world and praise about them. Right. I went and looked for my own references and whether it's good or bad, I want to find out what the bad things were. Right. And the bad things, even in, in most indications, the bad things were people complaining about not having good enough communication. Yeah. I mean, bad deals can come and go and good deals as well. But when you're not communicated the right way, that's where a deal can go south or leave a bad taste, um, mm -hmm. a bitter taste in an investor's mouth. So uh, just to follow up on that, what are some of the, I guess, good communication uh, tips that you have seen people exercise and when, what are some of the bad ones? Well, the good ones, I've been in both shoes, uh, part of um, both sides with investors in terms of, as an investor, I should say, and seen both sides. The good is where you would get monthly newsletters mm -hmm. where they talk about, you know, statistics, right? They break mm -hmm. it down to you on a table and say, hey, this is what this place is renting out for. Here's the economic occupancy um, for this apartment. And here's some of the challenges that we've had to face this month. And this is how we overcame it. So very open, whether it's in joint venture deals or GP LP deals, that's a great way to do it. You want to share the good, bad, and the ugly and all the great things, right? A bad experience that I've had is where um, distributions weren't coming in mm -hmm. and the sponsor was not talking about where 
when it was coming in or the business plan was not executed the right way, but there wasn't any rhyme or reason why it was not executed. It was just, oh, it was just not executed. Well, what the hell happened there? Mm-hmm. Right? So there wasn't transparency. And as an investor, I'm looking for honesty, authenticity, right? And you got to be transparent, good, yeah. bad, ugly, or great. Whatever happening, just communicate with your investors. Right, right. And it's, uh, you know, as a, as a doctor, I operate the same way. Whether yeah. things are going great, you know, as planned or as not planned, we're communicating with the patient, right? Yeah, this is why this is come not and go. Yeah, risk yeah. come and go. And you have to communicate with your investors to tell them what is happening. 100%. 100%. And um, what was the mistake that you made in your real estate, real estate investment journey from single family to multifamily? The mistakes that I've made as a single family, I've only had one. And mm-hmm. at the time, I was living <clears throat> full-time in Vacaville, and we wanted to invest in Reno, Nevada, mm-hmm. which is three hours away. Well, Reno, Nevada, in order to find a place to invest out there, we were driving back and forth. And we'll do day trips where we'll drive out there three hours, spend two hours there, drive back. It's an eight-hour day. Yeah. Right? And the the economy of scale, it's just not scalable. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of work done for $150 a month. Yeah. And yes, there was appreciation, but boy, I was like, why am I doing this much it's it's i can't see myself doing that 10 10 times right so it wasn't scalable so that was a big mistake um and i would say that because of the scalability i jumped into it really quickly although we we jumped in and sold within about 18 months and made money on it it was you know had i do it were to do it all over again i would have just invested it as an lp a limited partner mm-hmm. in a multifamily space. Yeah, you can have sleep and a peace and still make the same amount of money. More, more. <laughs> the same amount of money that I invested in, I was making three times to four times more. And, and I said, this makes no sense. No sense. And I didn't have to pay for my own cost segregation study. It just came. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> The, uh, so just an earlier episode we had when well, we did with um, Senate Eskeridge and he was he mentioned the idea of return on stress and return on effort Re- and return on effort and that's exactly it. Yeah. Like you need something that is scalable. So on the multifamily business, what are some of the things that you are currently working on? I'm working on the asset management side on our current properties, making mm-hmm. sure that the business plan is being executed correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's the ones that we're bringing in investors or mm-hmm. not, right? We focus heavily on both. So that's part of what we're working on. On the new new side for 2023, some things that are newer that we're working on is finding out how building the relationship with people and finding out what their needs, wants, dreams, fears, and goals are for their investment style. Is real estate investment for everyone? Not all the time. 
Yeah. Right. They really have to have a certain sophistication and understanding. And that's the big thing is the education. That's why we put out the information that we put out, whether it's in video form, you know, audio form, written form to really educate people. Because mm -hmm. now, if you ask my opinion, there's really no reason why anyone should not be investing or at least have part of their portfolio in real estate. Yeah. It just makes too much sense. If anyone cares about numbers and if you're, you know, looking at money and finances, you do care about numbers. Yeah. Real estate is a is definitely something that um, can benefit everyone. It's all about numbers and relationships. Right. Right. And the relationships I realize comes first. Yeah. Right. The numbers has to make sense, but it's the relationships that you're going to be building with people in the long run. That's going yeah. to matter a lot. Yeah. Anybody could go from 13% to 12% to the guy who, to whom, you know, to whom you trust. Mm -hmm. I can say like, you know, I will give you 14%. If you don't know me, you're not going to come to me. Right. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So for, um, the development of your investment careers, what are some of the things on the horizon that you're very excited about? I planned out all the seminars I'm going to this year. Oh, at least, at least, at least for the first uh, few months, hmm. right? I'll be going to raise fest with Hunter Thompson, learning how to not only capital raise, but mm -hmm. there are certain things that he talks about where it's all, all about relationship building. Yeah. Right. Uh, there's medical conferences. I'll be going to a uh, 10x growth conference, right, to further develop myself. In February, um, there's the buy right, you know, Jake and Gino buy and finance right. If we're going to be raising capital from investors, we as real estate professionals should be educating ourselves, keeping up to date. Right. Because if our investors bring something to us where we haven't even heard of, you know, that that will definitely make you look make us look more less credible because you're not with it, the current events. Right. Mm -hmm. So those are some of the few things that we'll be attending um, within the real estate community. I will see you in some of those. Yes. In like in a week. <laughs> In a week, huh? Race fest, yes. Race fest. That's it. Yeah, there's a big group going, so we're excited in, about that. Yeah, yeah. In your capital raising journey, how is it going so far? And share your first capital raise. How much was that and how did you do it? Uh, both the raises were in the lower six figures. Mm -hmm. um, and all of them so far has been people that have reached out to us, not so much us reaching out to people as much because of the amount of uh, the content, hopefully we're building trust, likability, right? And transparency, right? Like, know, and trust. And ultimately it's my journey and our niche is always been doctors doctors, friends and family, other people who are in business, because myself being a doctor, I can relate to other doctors who are in the grind, 
who have you know studied the amount that, that we have studied, came out, opened a practice, started a business, and started becoming profitable and not knowing where's the best place to put the money. And a lot of them ends up mm-hmm. with financial advisors putting in the stock market, putting in in like a you know a mutual fund and whatnot that just rides the roller coaster of the market, the volatility of it. Yeah. They they're stressed. They look at it and oh my god, I'm up ten percent. Yay! Oh no, the next year I'm down thirty percent. Oh crap. Oh, I'm down forty so, percent. You're down forty <laughs> There you go. I mean, one thing I, I was explaining to a friend, and he's like, oh, well, you know, I'm down 30%, but, you know, I'll make it up next year. I'll go back up 30%. And mm-hmm. I said, let me, I, I need you to understand something. And he's like, what's that? I said, let's say you have $100. And last year, you came down 30%. I said, if the follow, and you, you're now at $70. Yeah. But the following year, you went up by 30%. I said, you're dude, you're just at $91. Now going to make it up. You're still down 9% from the first initial $100. Yeah. You would have to go up over 40% yeah. to even make up the 30% that you lost. But then you get sold on the fact that even if you're up 35, you're like, oh, overall, I'm up 35% or 5%, right? Lose 30 one year, up 35 the next year. You think you're up 5%? No. Your account went from 100 down to 70 and back up to 94.50. Yeah. And he's like, oh, sh- crap. I never thought of it like that. I said, it's just numbers, man. This is high school. This is like... Junior high numbers. Yeah. A junior high student will figure this out. So for these group of people that you're, let's say, that you're working with, you know, doctors who are making great money, uh, who have not invested in real estate, what do you think are the things that are stopping them from it? Is it knowledge or is it mindset or understanding about this topic? First, I believe, is fear. Yeah. The fear of getting screwed over or the fear of the unknown, right? It's, it's, it's a fear of something, you know, they might be afraid that they're going to lose their money, Yeah. right? They might be afraid that they don't know what they're getting into. So we try to do our best in showing them what I've done, not so much what they should do. I'm going to show them what I've done. And if they can connect with that, great. If they can't connect with that, and maybe it's not the right time for them, that's okay. But I always want them to know that in the event, if they do invest in real estate, that I will be the person that they should contact first, mm-hmm. right? Not everyone's ready at that time, but yeah. when you are ready, you're going to contact them. And I just tell everybody before investing, educate yourself, find right. out where you are getting into. That right. will help you to learn, understand what risk could come, what not. You will learn right. it. Yeah, they got to be sophisticated. Yeah. And um, a lot of times with investors is even the sophisticated ones in the long run, 
they're going to trust you. Yeah. They're, they're not so much trusting in the deal. They're going to trust you, that you took care of them, that you are the credible one. So it puts a huge responsibility. It's not too different than being a doctor, yeah. right? When you go in as a patient, you don't have to know everything, right? Or else you be a doctor. But you do have to trust that the doctor knows what the heck they're talking about. Yeah. I tell my younger doctors, our associates, and our nurse practitioners and staff, I said, the patient doesn't need to know everything. Sometimes we think that they do, and then we talk over their heads, and then a confused patient or a confused client ends up being a client that doesn't buy or invest. Yeah. I said, they just have to know you know what you're talking about. You can That's say big some, big, some big names, and they will trust you. <laughs> right. The name they say, I can't even pronounce. I'm like, how do you do that? <laughs> right. Right. So you gotta, you have to make sure that you yeah. do it right. Build a relationship. Understand that this is a people business. It's yeah. not a, we, we think it's an apartment, you know, a housing business. It is, yeah. it's a real estate business, yeah. but real estate comes down to it's, it's a business of people. Mm-hmm. You know, we're almost like in the hospitality business. Yeah. You gotta understand how to communicate with people. Yeah. And um, till now, how are you going through and what strategy would you change in your capital raise or management or how would you put any kind of system that will help you in proper managing your communication relationships and everything i say our current we're, we're still working on that you know mm-hmm. we're in the early stage in working on how to communicate you mm-hmm. know we signed up through different um seasoned syndicators mm-hmm. and I, w- I like to see what their email drip campaigns are you see mm-hmm. and then we you know mimic and master what they do as well because and if then, it's work for them i don't need to yeah. reinvent the wheel i'm a yeah. ve- really true believer of not in reinventing the wheel mm-hmm. but more finding out what the best are doing start doing it and then start making it your own yeah right so that's what we're currently um, working on and making sure that our social media presence and the omnipresence is there mm-hmm. where you show up everywhere. I just had a chat with my team this morning and we have a phenomenal virtual assistant team mm-hmm. where we put together a plan between all the different social media platforms and the companies that we run, 66 different posts per day. Wow. Per day. Every day. On what platforms? All Every platform that you can think of. Omnichannel. We went from everywhere. TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Uh, those are the top six. Between a post, a different reel, a different story, mm-hmm. different shorts, um, articles, blogs. That way we're really connecting with people visually, auditory, right? You know, emotionally and uh, see, touch and feel us and what we do 66 times a day. And every day? Every day. Oh boy. That's That's why we're also hiring a a new video editor, Mm -hmm. graphics designer, 
to help out our team. So that would make uh, either 10 or 11 VAs for, mm -hmm. for myself. That sounds like a very strong marketing team that can basically do everything for you and we, build up that presence. That's actually one of the values that we bring to every GP and JV team mm -hmm. is like we're, we're doing a, um, a meetup in Cincinnati in March. And we had our JV meeting with our team. And I said, you know, what is it going to take to rent out all the units as quickly as possible? You know, they mentioned certain marketing stuff. And I said, here's what I like you guys to do for um, that can help me help you. I said, if you find that there's someone out there doing graphics or videos for a property that you believe can accelerate us in getting 100% occupied um, in about one month. I said, as long as you have the raw footage and you have an example of what that final product looks like, mm -hmm. I said, our team can create it, There's no doubt. And the turnaround time is usually about 24 to 48 hours. Mm -hmm. See, from, from raw to production. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't realize is that as a part of the sponsorship team that you're investing in, in, they're not just about buying the apartment, using your money, and that's it. There's actually a lot of operational effort that goes into it. Yeah, absolutely, and that's that's the big thing. That's where mm -hmm. that's where the fun really begins. Where the work yeah. really begins is there's a <clears throat> there's the work getting there. I mean, it's like having a baby. There's work to birth but the real work comes well, to 18 years that. after birth man <laughs> i know neither of you guys have kids and i have a 10 year old and i gotta tell you the work before the baby compared to the work after the baby the after the baby is born that's when the work really begins right talk about 18 years of stabilization thanks for prepping <laughs> us for it <laughs> oh boy think about it that way you are right. always scaling our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There you go. You were hitting those home run. <laughs> that, that was a great way to wrap up this episode. <laughs> a very memorable one for sure. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so if anybody wants to reach out to you, how can they? Uh, they could reach out to me. I think the best way is on uh, LinkedIn or through the phone. You know, my phone number is 775-717-0090. And uh, LinkedIn is just uh, Dr. Alex Tam. And there my picture go. is there. So, and plus, hopefully, one of those 66 times that we post, it will be able yep. to reach you. And on one platform or another. And um, awesome. if you have to recommend anybody a book to educate themselves, what would you recommend? The book that I really enjoy where it's a mindset book mm -hmm. for me, it's got to be, we, we have copies of that book on mm -hmm. the shelf where I meet someone that I like, I just hand them a book and it's the 10X rule. Grant Cardone's mm -hmm. 10X rule. It was written a few years ago, but the mindset still is applicable today. And I just had a chat with my nephew last night about that. I said, whatever you think 
is hard in life. I said, if you shot for 10 times more, I said, your thought process is going to be a little different. Then you're going to realize that what you were initially shooting for, wasn't really that, it wasn't, it wasn't that hard. Expect it to be hard, right? If you go into a situation expecting that situation to be hard and for it to be taking 10 times more effort, well, then two times to three times more effort seems like it's nothing. Yeah. And even if you don't get that 10 times of result, at least you will get your initial result. The one you absolutely, expecting. Absolutely. Yeah. You put in the work, you'll, you'll at least initially go a few more yeah. folds, right? Yeah. So we're limited by our minds, but not our resources. Big time, yeah. big time, big time by our minds. hundred yeah. percent. We can do anything we want. Mm-hmm. That's a mindset we need to have. Awesome. Thank you so much, Alex, for coming in today. This is Thank an you, amazing Alex. conversation. So yeah. Thank you guys so um, much for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much, Alex. And thanks for your wisdom and knowledge. And I'll see you Thank again. You. Yes. And I will see you soon. Absolutely. <laughs>